Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker. It's Saturday night. It's quarantine live here at Behind the Bunker Studios. My name is Todd Ansichen. Below me, I have Garvin Sharma from Tech Industries. That's right, folks. I am here once again. I don't know why, but I am. And Where else I'm are you going to be? And you guys are here. Make sure you hit that like and share because misery loves company and bring more to the party, my friends. It's Behind the Bunker on a Saturday. Join us. Yeah, yeah. And then we have Joe Kimson from Flaggerters Paintball taking the bottom left. Greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight on a beautiful Behind the Bunker uh, quarantine edition. And um, I will turn you guys back over to uh, Todd. To who do we got? Our guest. Who, do, who else do we have in the show? This is a first. We've never had Joshua Silverman on the show. Da, 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 da. Desperate times call for desperate measures, right, Joshua? Like I said, I, it was my assumption you ran out of really cool people <laughs> and I was available. You say that. You say that. But you know what? We've been wanting to have you on the show as a, as a guest for a long, long time, and it's it's nice that you're actually in everybody's home. Like everyone that everyone that we've been asking for to be on the show has kind of said yes, um, and it's fantastic. And that kind of leads me to what's happening tomorrow uh, on Monday night. Uh, we won't say who's on the show, but we done got some special guests. Guests that um, not are any more um, special than Josh or anyone else we've had on the show. But it's guys that we've all talked about relentlessly and always said it'd be nice to get them on the show. Well, not only are we getting these two guys on, but together at the same time. So if you guys are regular Behind the Bunker watchers, you may be able to clue in and figure it out. If not, watch social media for who them are, and you'll be uh, watching that on Monday night. But uh, I mentioned exciting, it to uh, Josh. show and, coming out, but I, I, yeah. I think uh, Josh is feeling a little... Um, little sad right now that we're not you know there's no fanfare we're not building them up <laughs> well we did guy? talk pumping, yeah. pumping we yeah. did we did i did talk to josh and he kind of helped it along so it you know it's partially to him and john's uh uh behalf that we're having these guests so um so john or joshua rather we have not seen you since cup joe and that i maybe right now that i think about it yeah you were, were, were you at extravaganza no i did not make extravaganza this year well it was i was so blessed for so long to have extravaganza in my backyard here in northern virginia and they they, they moved it it moved it out west and it just it wasn't possible at the time for me unfortunately i hated to miss it yeah 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 it paintball extravaganza was a good one was it a good one i guess it was a good one record number of vendors um yeah i don't know what else to say um couple <laughs> shenanigans no no i'm trying not to put a damper on it because you can easily say some of the negative things that happen at that event sure. but aside from that i mean it was a successful event um great amount of vendors great conversations with people uh up until the coronavirus because that wasn't even on people's tongues at the time it was looking like it was going to be a stellar uh, stellar year Right. And Tip, Tipman had the release of this, the Tipman Stormer and a bunch of neat JT apparel and all, all the vendor, all the, all the manufacturers and vendors. First Strike had some really great stuff. Um, Umarex um, would have had some stuff launched very shortly after because it was getting all launched at IWA, which actually didn't happen. Um, and then there's a bunch of other companies that had some cool stuff. Yeah. Hey, Roger right. TK in the live chat wants to know, can you fix his Jeep? Ah, record time. <laughs> the short answer is yes. I'm essential. I don't know if you, if you guys knew that, but I am. I am essential. And can I fix jeeps? Yes. Do I? Do I want to fix jeeps? Yes. Please, God, bring me your jeeps. I got to do something. Perfect. So uh, you know what, Josh? If, if anybody hasn't seen the documentary, the complete history of paintball, 
uh, and have no idea who the hell you are. Can you give us a little bit of a brief bio in terms of why we invited you here tonight? Well, I've been in paintball for creeping up on 30 years now. I started in the early 90s. Uh, very early on, walked into a little place that had just started called Pev's Paintball and met a man behind the counter there uh, by the name of, obviously, Pev and his partner at the time, John Amadea. Um, John and I have worked together ever since. Um, I started my paintball career very quickly after that, um, writing for Action Pursuit Games for Paintball News and obviously working with Paintball uh, Consumer Reports International, PCRI, that John and Pev published. Um, and then not long after that, after I uh, worked at some stores and fields and played tournament paintball on my way through, uh, through college at Campbell University down uh, near Fort Bragg, North Carolina, uh, wound up going full-time with uh, Paintball Two Extremes magazine, worked there for several years as a as assistant and associate editor there. And after that, um, worked on this side of the ocean for Paintball Games International, PGI magazine. I know a lot of people uh, remember very fondly, Lord knows I do. Uh, worked in promotions, uh, running, uh, helping run a pretty successful paintball league called the CFOA. Um, had a great time doing that down in North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee. Uh, met some amazing, remarkable people. Uh, doing that with uh, league owner and promoter Larry Moach back in the old days. And uh, I've worked in the industry ever since, worked for various companies, uh, Empire, Titman, JT, Pinocchio, Stiffy. Uh, lots of different companies have seen some reason to bring me aboard, and I've been around for a long time, and I've, I've been blessed to have an amazing career in paintball that's blessed me with everything that I have from, from my home to my cars to Jeeps, wrecked Jeeps to work on. That's a whole other story. But uh, great jobs, great people, great friendships, my wife and my whole life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you didn't get bit with a tournament bug too, did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody seems to go through that that phase, right? Absolutely. It's and that was, that was a great phase for me too. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh Subizabrikas is in the live chat saying, finally, a better Josh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> There's lots of lots of great Joshes out there. I'm I, I I'd like to think I'm near the top, but hey, that's not for me. I told Josh whoever's going to shave first gets to be on the show this weekend. So looks like you win that one with your freshly baby face there. That's me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just can't have two Joshes on the show at the same time. It's like when doves cry. <laughs> it's ah, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> you probably would have set it up a little more gracefully than I did, but. Uh, <laughs> So we're, well we're watching you guys in the live chat as well. Uh, if you guys have anything you want to say, get it up. Uh, we'll try to put it on the screen. Uh, Lisa Weber did make a comment earlier. I didn't want to skip over. She said, how many of you guys watched the History of Paintball documentary and posted the link there? Um, how much of a hand did you have in that, Josh? Did you, um, were you, were, you know, were you helpful in the editing or what sort of, what sort of, yeah, what end did you partake in? Well, I, it's funny, uh, you know, John lives about 20, 30 minutes right up the road here from me, and I pass his house on my way into work every day. And obviously, with our time working on paintball.media and all the other things that, that, that he's done and I've done, we've, we've always stayed in touch, and we've always shared a love for the history of our game, the history of our sport, the history of our industry, and felt that it needed to be documented, obviously, that it needed to be documented correctly and I studied history in school. My intention was to be a history teacher. Um, you know, obviously John's been there and done that on so many different levels in the game. And to some extent, so would I. And you know, John came to me very early on with a concept that he had. We had lunch one day, um, probably going back a year or so or more. 
saying, hey, you know, I've got this idea. I want to really create a documentary film and call it the complete history of paintball. And as much as I love the idea, to be honest, it scared the heck out of me because it is such an amazing story. It is such a remarkable story. And it has so many layers, so many remarkable characters. The cast of characters that have created the world of paintball is a remarkable, amazing group of people across sectional life you'd never experience or, or, or get to know any other way. Mm. And from that day on, I was blessed to be a part of the process. You know, a, a sounding board in a lot of ways. John would come up for lunch, or he'd call me on the phone or, and say, hey, what do you think about this? Or what do you know about that? Um, my collection of not just the guns that you see around me, but of paintball media um, goes back all the way to the 90s. You know, every magazine, every picture I've ever taken, uh, so there were uh, every article that I've ever written. So cool. we were able to bounce a lot of usefulness off of each other in that if he was finding a gap in his research or had a question about something that he wasn't quite sure about, he was able to just pick up the phone and say, hey, what do you know about this? And we could research it together. But this was really John's labor of love. Yeah. And I've said it to multiple people before, and I'll say it here on this great show. I want it documented. I've never seen John in the 30 years that I've known him work harder <laughs> on anything. You know, I mean, yeah, he is quite lazy, magazine. isn't he? I, well, you know, it's that. <laughs> but no, f fact of the matter is, you know, being an editor of the paintball magazines in the old days was an incredible job. It was a difficult job. Yeah. And that was by no means an easy job. And this was a thousand times harder. And yeah. The travel. I'm the so glad somebody did it. I, yes. I wouldn't have wanted to have been the guy to do it, but I'm so glad somebody did. And um, two, two sort of questions with, with what you said there. Um, one, when you initially sat down with John for lunch to talk about the idea, um, A, what did you have? And second of all, when you watched the movie, was there anything that you went, God, I didn't know that? We talked about this the other day with Simon. There was lots of things in the movie that we we heard. It was like, I, I didn't know that. That that oh, was well. First, to answer your first question, uh, crab cake sandwich. Atta boy. Uh, yeah, the um, <laughs> nice. The, yeah, the the deli by the body shop. Um, that's no longer there anymore. Great guy. He was a was a an amazing chef, and he made them all by hand. It was it was a like you go to some deli in an industrial park and you get the best crab cake you've ever had in your life. But um, that's how well I remember that crab cake. I missed. Um, and <laughs> secondly, you. yeah. Well, you know, secondly, yes. Um, and I've said this before too, and I'm, I'm glad again to have this form, uh, you know, to this, this, this place to say it again too, so that people can hear it. I didn't know what I didn't know, if that makes any sense at all. You know, we all thought we knew the history of paintball. Many of us did know it very well. You know, your Deborah Dion's, you know, your, your people that were there in the earliest days. Those of us who followed soon after myself, like I started in the early '90s, we'd all heard the stories, read the articles. We all thought we had an idea of, oh, hey, this guy talked to this guy, and then this happened, this happened. We all thought we had our heads around it, but the real boots on the ground, going to New Hampshire, walking around in the woods, sitting down with with the people who were really there that first day, yeah, we had no idea what we didn't know. And it was so remarkable for me, who's been blessed to make a life out of this incredible game that we have, and who is driven by the history of it and the documentation of it for me to have sit down and watch something that, that I did play a part, a small part, albeit in, in, in helping to create 
when I watched it, even I was, I was glued to it. I was blown away by it because just the things that, that they were speaking about, the little anecdotes about how the first game came about, everything that happened. It was just, yeah. it was amazing to me. And I, I had no idea what I did. Yeah. I really I like think, Josh. You're being far too humble about your contribution to the game, right? <laughs> uh, yes, I didn't do anything. I am Pev did tease a little bit about uh, your involvement walking in. You know, it's this kid who's got this big ass smile on his face, and to, how can I get involved, right? But it sounds like you've never left, right? So no. how how does the passion, how does the fire soul stay alive for you? And um, you've done a lot of stuff behind the scenes. I mean, you're not the sort of the neon, flashing neon sign, billboard sign. Uh, but you've been involved uh, from the, the publication, the media aspect of it, uh, bringing paintballs into the hands of kids uh, in the early 90s. Uh, and uh, or uh, were you involved also with uh, the PB2X uh, TV show as well? Or Yeah, that, that was really a, uh, once again, you know, going back to John, uh, that was really a, a, yet another of John's babies in the creation of it. What, what was I around for it? Absolutely. Yet again, what was I happy to help in any way I could? Of course. Um, just starting in the early 90s was a remarkable time in paintball. I think most everybody that, that was around for it would agree. You know, they were, they were incredible days. The game was growing by leaps and bounds. The first time I walked on the field to play a game of paintball with a little plastic gun in my hand, the guys on the other end of the field were the Lurks, the 88 World Champions. And they shot me to pieces. I mean, I couldn't even see these guys. They were so far away and they took me apart and I fell in love with the game immediately and I've never fallen out of love with it. And a big part of that is really because of the people that I've met. I would never have met the people that I know without paintball. I would never have had the opportunities for careers and jobs and, you know, meeting people and getting to know people all over the world and travel and all the things that I've done, it's really the people that keep me in this game because they're some of the most special people in the whole world. You meet people that would that, that, that do jobs that you've never even thought about. You meet people from places you've never been and never heard of, and you stay in touch with those people. And they make an impact on your life because we all share this very unique, very special thing. And that keeps me in love with it because that, that never gets old. So with the... Uh old JT paintball t-shirt paintball ruined my life. Um, <laughs> did it ruin your life, Josh? Did it ruin your life? No, you know, it, it really, you know, we all get a giggle out of that, especially anybody who's involved in the business of paintball will be the first one to tell you, know, because every day it's an exercise in somewhere between being flabbergasted and exasperated <laughs> uh, with, with the industry, with the customers, with the, the challenges that are so unique to the game, the expenses of running it, what goes into making, paintball happen on a day-to-day -day basis is enough to make you pull your hair out oh yeah and, and, yeah and, and you know look it, you guys are perfect examples of boots on the ground paintball making it happen every day so you guys get it and you know can paintball ruin a life you bet it can but it gave me my life it you know going back to you know just tagging on to, to, to what i said earlier you know i met my wife in a city i'd never been before because of paintball I lived in places I never would have traveled to because of paintball. I've worked for people I never would have gotten to know because of paintball. They opened doors for me because of paintball. I mean, shoot, I work on Jeeps because of paintball. Are you kidding me? Hmm. If I ever sound like I'm anything but blessed around you, slap me upside the head. 
bring me back to reality. Is it easy? No. Is it something you're going to get rich doing? No. Quickest way to make a million dollars in paintball, start with two. But fact of the matter, I don't know what else I'd be doing. I wouldn't change a thing. And I'm, I'm forever grateful for every day I get to be a part of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Some and, days. And Josh, can I, yeah. Sorry. Can I hate you for being so damn nice and loving this sport? Like, <laughs> I would love it if you hated me. <laughs> it's been it's been too good to me. You know, are, are there things about it I can't stand? Yeah. Are there things about it I'd love to change? Of course. You know, is it perfect? Yeah, not even close. You know, but 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 fact of the matter is, again, it's it's been too good to me. It's you know, the people have been good to me. The companies have been good to me. The opportunities have been good to me. And. You know, are, are there parts of it I would not care to be involved with again? Yes. But uh, but but again, never say never. Yeah, I, I, I there are definitely days where I think, you know, what I, I wish I would have chosen a different career path. Okay. But on the same token, you know, again, like as Joe pointed out a couple of weeks ago, this is kind of where we met everybody. And, you know, I wouldn't know half these people otherwise. And you know, maybe like Josh or, you know, Josh and Gavin, I'd be better without knowing. Maybe I don't know. But, you know, I met my wife through paintball. I, I as, as you did, I. Yeah. yeah, the only person I know from this is my sister, which is his wife. Well, you met your wife at a paintball field. I met my wife at a paintball field. Absolutely. Yeah. The only thing I would have done. And Gavin, you met is... your. Oh, you're oh. not married. Now I uh, I think I left my wife at a paintball field. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Sorry, I'm never too soon. I'm never too sure if it's too soon. Yeah. <laughs> if, there's any, if there's any noise in the background, we're fostering three puppies and they're whimpering and whining and they're shredding paper just oh boy. over there. Boy. It's just it's yeah, it, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. So if you're interested in puppies, contact Joe. Yeah, and... we have three three small puppies. They're about this big. I want a Sarah McLaughlin song paying in the background now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take my puppies. Yeah. Um, so this paintball documentary, uh, we've all watched it. We're all pretty impressed with it. I'm wondering how many people are on their second go. Um, I, I'm now looking back at it. Uh, with fond, you know, with fond memories, but I don't want to watch it again. I want to let it. I want some time to elapse so that I can kind of go back and look at it with fresh eyes again and, and kind of be surprised again on certain things. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Now I'm dying to know here behind you. You have oh, where, where three, you six, start? nine, I mean, 12, 15, 16 guns I can see on your wall. You know what? This is definitely not accidental. You strategically placed all of these for a particular reason. Well, you, you know what? It's, it's, it's arranged. It is. I'm one of them kind of OCD type of people. Um, I've got it cockers, um, you know, butt oars and then CCMs. And then I've got mags, um, X mags to, to mags top to bottom. Then I've got Titmans over here. And then I've got, um, I've got my Sheridan wall over there. And then there's my old fixed barrel phantom over there. And then I've got like a 3357. I've got, uh, my splat master over here and I've got my repeat over there and I've got a sidearm over there. It's, um, it's by collection. Um, that's, that's literally how I keep them day to day. Where, like, so like I said, you you pick one. There's a story. What's the, what's the very top one above the KP3? What it, I can't see what it is. Oh, uh, there's a there's a P68 over there. 
and there's the, there's one that's got a got a stock class feed, and there's one that's got a direct feed. Okay. And that, yeah, that one is kind of flopping around. Oh, that's that's not like me. I'll I'll fix it. I'll get back. Okay, because I can't see it. It looks like it has no no grip on it. So. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's it's, it's somebody probably ran into the wall and didn't fix it. In a Are, jeep. <laughs> but if I could get a jeep on the wall, somebody would somebody would have me do it. The jeeps are a whole other thing, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, the jeeps get me started on that. If you really want to go off on a tangent for a while. <laughs> uh, Dwayne King brings up a good point. He says six years ago I googled paintball podcast, and that's pretty much what's ruined his life. <laughs> Thank you for watching, Dwayne King. Was that six years that? Dwayne did that when did that 2014 but we've been paintball podcasting since 2011 haven't we I've been involved since uh, 2012 I know my Facebook memories pop up every so often uh, it's tonight is an exception because we actually have a good show with a great guest but uh there's been some cringy times there has been i'm like oh my god so we be alive for the first half of the quarantine we were placing uh behind the bunker old episodes up and rewind every day but Mondays and Saturdays. And I stopped myself from going back deep because I kind of previewed some of them before I put them up. And there's some nasty stuff back then. I mean, <laughs> Cringeworthy. Classic stuff. Classic maybe, but I mean, I, I almost would have rather have watched paint dry at some of those shows. But Heritage, man, come on. Heritage, yeah. Heritage, another word for crap. <laughs> Well, I, I also remember when we were, um, and we talked about this in the show before, but it was still one of my favorite moments of going into the studio uh, underneath the CrossFit gym. But we yeah. had to, so we couldn't even do sound check while they're still dropping dumbbells. Remember they were dropping, they dropped their their barbells and weights on the floor, then pieces of sawdust would fall out of the floor, and we'd, and like, we yeah, had plastic <laughs> stapled on, drop cloth stapled to yep. catch all the crap. It was craziness. Like, yes, okay, so the, the class ends now, and we can go live because there's no more yep. lugs dropping balls. And, and, yeah, in my lease, they, they had to stop classes at 8 o'clock on Monday, so yeah, yeah. Um, paintball didn't come from humble beginnings. <laughs> so my my daughter and I have this routine where we get on scooters and go for a ride around the block, and we're running out of places to 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 uh, to explore. And behind the Cambridge restaurant, there is a couple of dumpsters and a place where there's a deep fryer trap where they dry, dump their oil. And if you go behind that, you'll see a door with a behind the bunker sticker on it. That was the front door to our studio in the basement of the CrossFit gym. And I showed my daughter that today and she was like, ew, it smells ew. back here. I said, yeah, well, <laughs> but that, until summer. That's yeah. great. <laughs> that studio was 30 feet wide by 70 feet deep. It was massive. And the only reason why we used the part that we did, cause it was a disaster and we only cleaned the part that we needed, but yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was like an old basement and had a coal chute in it. And you could tell that it was, yeah, above a grocery a grocery store was above because there were some thick walls where there would have been cold storage you know if it dates back to the you know pre pre-refrigeration days it's yeah. kind of cool though. little yeah. little historic then upstairs on the wall when they tarred the bricks off there was like an old coke or sprite mural on the brick wall it was i think it was, it was wrigley spearmint gum wasn't it joe was that, I'm not, I'm not i don't know something sure, like that something like that yeah, yeah but it was kind of cool either way we moved out of there and that's what we've done, but uh, yeah, we've all come we today. Right. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, nowhere. Come, right, right back to the house. Yeah, we're all <laughs> in our. On up, on <laughs> we're all in our homes with our nice sets, right, Gavin? That's right. I'm doing okay. Yeah. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I, yeah, I recognize I need a backdrop, but I mean, 
Amazon is not. This is not priority shipping right now. Okay. Yeah. I, didn't, yeah, I didn't anticipate being in 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 house versus studio. So. <laughs> well, if you want to cancel the order, as I say, we'll 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 send that your way. Oh well. Oh well. So yeah, Josh, we've we've known you for. God, it's probably been six, seven years for sure. I'm not even sure where we met you, but it was probably through John. I think didn't we bump into each other real early on in a scenario game somewhere? Oh, maybe could have been. Together? Yeah, could have been, could have been. Which that's okay too. You yeah, know, but you're thing. you're like our World Cup friend. We only see you at World Cup. There's a lot of that. Yep. Yeah. You see once, twice a year. You know how it is. Yeah, but it's not horrible. Like you almost wish that paintball events were longer so you have a day of socializing than a day to play because half the time like you know even flying down a super game you go in there and you're you go to the your pits you get your stuff you walk to the field and an hour goes by because you stop and talk to people yep and you're missing the game like the whole point of being there is on the field then when you get on the field you run into people that you don't you know that you don't talk to all the time and you see them and you're like hey so you start shooting the shit with them and yeah like that's 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 paintball you know that's that's the thing about half, half the reason to even go to a paintball event for someone like you know for someone like me is seeing everybody that i try to stay in touch uh, with and that i don't see all the time dustin in the live chat brings up a good point it could have been full to gap how about exactly exactly it was it was fuller it was maybe it was oxcc somewhere like the oh man oh we were down there for the battle of the bulge um mm. one year 2000 <sighs> 12 maybe yeah that was a few years back wasn't it yeah, yeah. i remember we bumped yeah. into each other on the field for and, and just yeah. for a while yeah i remember that one it was a highlight for me well here you so, go yeah. what's your favorite field oh, we talked man. about super game we in oregon we talked about full the gap where are you going if it's not an option as far as flight and money and stuff oh boy there, there are so many you know loaded question because you don't want to you know you, you don't want to forget anybody but my gosh the, the area that i live in is really dotted with a lot of great fields. You know, I've got, Oh, right up don't be a politician. Just tell no, us one on. choice. <laughs> I love people, you know, and everybody's got, you know, I mean, would I love to go to, you know, SC village? Yes. Would I love to go to Hollywood sport? Sure. You know, would I love to go to sniper's den? Yeah, absolutely. But that's, you know, day to day, week to week is not the cards for me, you know, but I've got Pevs right up the road going one way. I've got splat brothers down the other way. I've got OXCC. That's a couple hours away, which if you haven't been to OXCC, my God, you talk about acres and acres of flat paintball land that happens to be amazing. That's, you know, you can play all weekend and your knees don't want to, you know, leave your body. Um, and then you know, go to, you know, go to command decisions, go to, go to full to gap. Yeah. If you haven't played there, you can walk a hundred yards in any direction, straight uphill, turn <laughs> around, come straight back, straight uphill. Yeah, It's unbelievable, but, but it's, it's remarkable. It's a place to play. Um, lately I've been going to black ops paintball down uh he's um nate has a black ops paintball near fort bragg um in north carolina and he I'll just opened, he, he just opened another in myrtle beach which has you know close ties to me because i worked at a field in myrtle beach met my wife there her family's from there and they're both amazing fields if, if, if i could just pick up and go i'd go play at black ops because they're yeah. great people and they've got a great field josh you how keep far, bringing up your wife is, i'm not hitting on you buddy fayetteville is about a uh, <laughs> solid four and a half five hours depending on whether or not it's a quarantine drive or not <laughs> right lucky notice how i know that fort bragg's in fayetteville mm-hmm i'm pretty good eh? I, I like that i like it when you'd call it Vietnam if you knew Fayette. Fayette. <laughs> well no but i was there and we you know what we were there um my friend and i drove down 
uh, a few years, well, probably 20 years ago before um, everything was closed. And we went, we went to Fort Bragg, went to the Special Forces Museum. We talked our way in and did a loop around Pope Air Force Base. And they were doing offloading C-130s with Humvees off the back. It was really cool to watch from in, in, us being Canadians and being enthusiasts, right? Um, you don't really see that every day. So we talked our way on to Pope Air Force Base, just watched that for a while. Mm-hmm. Then on the way back, we, we were driving back and we saw the signs for Langley and we went up to the CIA and said, hey, can we get in for a oh, tour? You way in there, did you? <laughs> no, we didn't. We said, can we get in for a tour? And they said, oh, just turn around here and drive away, please. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. How close you were to a little bit of my heritage down there uh, when you were on Pope. Uh, when I was in college at Campbell University, which is right down there, just a little bit north of Fayetteville, my job was working at the MWR paintball field on Fort Bragg, which was oh, right cool. there. And that was back in the 90s. Um, and those were some amazing times, too. You were, you were, you know, it was right there in the woods. Well, we were there. We, we went to that, uh, the Army Surplus Store Ranger Joe's and stuff. Yep. Um, we, we went there, obviously, and then we, we bought some of the Gore-Tex parkas when they first came out, the Woodland Gore-Tex parkas. So that sort of shows, um, you know, when when we got those. So it was kind of, it was cool, fun times. Hey, uh, Dustin in the live chat says, uh, that was seven to eight years ago now uh, when he and I met at Fulda, and you were there working with Pinocchio at the time. That's right. Absolutely. That was Those were good times, too. Good for that him. Was a whole other section of baloney. <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne King says, I met Todd once, just once, and that's all it needs to be, my friend. Black Ops <laughs> is a good agreed, field. Agreed, agreed, uh, bag of chips. <laughs> so very much agreed. Congrats on your 3D print. That was, that was as I said, that was awesome. Yeah, that was very uh, cool. We we got that. He he pretty, he, Dwayne sent me a message that he untagged me in a, that he did a 3D printed flag raider field of, of our field saigon so he's got all these 3d buildings so then we we were going back and forth on facebook and i got him share he shared it so i shared it on the flag raider page and i shared it in a couple other places it's quite spectacular it's got these little we have some um normal traditional flag paintball buildings and there's picket fences and he's got these little buildings with picket fences it's really fantastic i uh, really like how he's got there's a there's a single tree on the field in the middle of this prop town and they put four picket fences around it so you can't get to the tree and it's ridiculous but he 3d printed it, it it's it's like that is that is a familiar prop right i thought that and was the, awesome and <laughs> the market the market square in the middle's there and there's a school bus and he's got a chevy a couple chevy vans and a swat van it's cool very cool it, you know arabs um brent's been making 3d printed speedball fields but this is you know this takes paintball to the next level just like recreational paintball yeah so you said you started with speedball or you got into the speedball bug. What are you playing these days? Are you are you on the field playing? Are you still kind of doing the media thing? Oh, geez. It's all of the above with me. You know, I just once again, I love the game. And, you know, for me, obviously, am, am I on the field with a camera taking pictures? Yes. You know, am, am I, do I do a lot of that? Absolutely. You know, it pays some of the bills, but um, used to be a great living. Anyway, uh, but no, uh, I still love to play the game. These days, generally, it's a lot of scenario games, a lot of big games. But uh, you know, last last summer, I got um, I got Shanghai into playing the ICC, and I had an absolute blast. It was the first first serious tournament I played in years, and it showed. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But I I had an amazing <laughs> time. Played with Northwest Road. Those guys were 
great, gracious gentlemen. And they, uh, would they, would, would they have me back? I have no idea. I think I shot a guy or two. Um, but no, I, you know, do I want to play a little more tournament ball? Yes, I do. Um, I'll have to eat a couple more salads, um, a little less quarantine food, I think, but, um, mostly these days it's just it's a lot of scenario games because you get to play at your own pace you get to play where and when you want to with whoever you want to yeah and that's that's the joy of paintball to me is to go and shoot it up with my friends and that's what i love about the game so one of the things i just noticed uh, as you talked with the icc josh is a big ass smile on your face so tell me a little bit about why that <laughs> was so exciting oh, uh, for, for for i guess tournament paintball uh what makes it different from regular um sort of league play well, league, league play, obviously, you know, as someone who's, who's promoted tournaments and competed in tournaments, you know, it's, it's important. It's a, it, it's a critical aspect of the game. It drives technological innovation, but tournament paintball also has come a long way. You know, you've got to be an athlete to play it now, or, or, or you're not, you know, can you, can you go and play casually and, and, and play tournaments and have a good time? Sure. But if, if you want to be truly competitive, you better be in shape or they're going to make you pay. And paintball has come a long way in that, you know, when I was very active in, in tournament play, it was 10 man, it was in the woods, and then it was hyperball and, and just the very early stages of airball. And I think there's a lot of people who, as paintball became a truly athletic sport with the X ball and the race two and what they're calling it now and, and the format that they're using, which, which frankly I do enjoy, there were a lot of people that just got a little bit left behind or they aged out and there's a lot of nostalgia and there's just the simple fact that there's paintball out there that you can still be very good at. And those people are still very competitive. They just didn't have an arena and Tim, you know, built something remarkable and special in the ICC that everyone immediately fell in love with because it, it, it was at a place that was utilized in the old days for in PPL 10 man, you know, competitive tournaments that many of us were at. Um, it offers woods ball. It offers mounds fields, which you don't get everywhere, which are a very unique and incredible way to play paintball. And of course, hyperball. And he welcomed all of us back into the game as players at as high a level as you wanted to be. And something else about the ICC that harkens back to the old days is that in the old days of, of competitive tournament play, a big part of it was just showing up and playing whoever was on the other end of the field and let's find out who the man is today. And if you competed in the earliest days of the NPPL, you would, you would have your pro draw, you would have your amateur a draw, you'd have your amateur B draw and how you fared against those guys was a real bellwether of where you were progressing as a competitive player. And you go to the ICC and you know, you want to play dynasty. Well, you've got a chance. You want to play aftershock. Yeah. Um, they're going to come get you. And these are some of the greatest people to ever play our game. And you can go out there on the field and pay your entry fee and they're going to play theirs. And there's, and if you play well enough, you're going to bump into each other. And there's no feeling quite like that in the world. And it was a recapturing of the competitive 10 man style. There's no thing in the world like the clackety clack of paint on hyperball and on the mounds it's hunter be hunted and everyone fell in love with it as evidenced by the fact that it sells out like that. And yeah, four minutes. I love what he's created and I'll, I'll support it till, till my last breath. Yeah. You made a good comment there that I've never really thought about. And that's when you're talking speedball and tournament, you kind of age out, if not age out, you certainly, you know, your physical stature kind of rules you out as a competitor. I mean, you could still sort of play, 
you can still sort of come up through the ranks, but once you hit a certain point, you're pretty much, that's where it is, unfortunately. And I mean, guys like myself, I used to play all the time. And now that I've gotten past that 40 year old mark, I'm not working out or I'm not running. I'm not doing much anymore. I can't play speedball competitively like I want to. I could play it, but I just can't be like I want to. And I, I guess I look at the master's division as something that I would like to play because then I'm playing against guys that are, that are similar as me. We, we all used to be good at one point. We might not be physically fit, but we're all sort of good in our own aspect and all on the same playing level. I, I think that I think that for the ICC for me is a draw, right? Absolutely. Um, but uh, you're right. It's it's speedball is sort of a young man's game, and I hate to say it. And I know there's guys in their 30s playing it, and I get that. It's but. not just the age of it, you know. Don't don't misunderstand. You know, when I say age out, you know, is is age a part of it? Is just the fact that you know you're just not in the shape you used to be. Lord knows it's it's it's, it's true of me. Uh, but but you know, life happens to people too. You know, when you're when you're 18, you know, when you're 17, 18, 19, 20, you're you're in your mid 20s. If you're taking paintball seriously, you've got plenty of years where you can really play your butt off and 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 work out and eat right and travel and do the things you want to do. But you know, when you start having a family, you start working a career rather than a job. You start having those other responsibilities. Aging out can mean a myriad of things. And for some people who aren't taking it as that one singular focus of their life, you know, it's, it's hard to, to, to spend the money and have the the singular focus of paintball is the driving thing in your life when you're trying to raise kids or run a business yeah. or what what have you. But age out is a good terminology when Gavin keeps trying to play that 18 and under league, right? So, um, by the way... <laughs> the, the birthday league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The birthday party league. Shout out to Mike uh, Andres in the, in, the, in the live chat. He says, finally got to watch you guys for the first time. So thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, hopefully you guys uh, are enjoying what you're seeing tonight. This is a out of studio Zoom call kind of show, but we do on the upside have Joshua Silverman from Paintball Media, and uh, yeah. I've been enjoying our conversation thus far, Josh. So far, you've you've not only met but exceeded our expectations of uh, of what an awesome guest is. Not a wow. not a good guest, but an awesome guest. It's been it's been fun tonight. I'm having a blast. I can't tell you how much I I've, I've been excited to enjoy the opportunity just to just to chit chat and I enjoy the show and just you know, the opportunity to be on it, man. When you, you notice I didn't uh, I didn't take very long to respond when you asked. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, it's, it's not like you're going to be able to go anywhere else. It's not like you can go to a barbecue or go to a movie or go to the mall tonight or anything. Well, like you were you were so flattered by the by the the acceptance. You're like, are you sure? You know, I'm Josh Silverman, right? Or did you yeah, mean someone else? Well, but, I, I asked, you know, it's like when, uh, when, when, when Mike Carmen, my old friend, you know, from Aftershock and he plays on Northwest Rogue now, when he came and asked me, I was coming off the field at ICC from taking pictures and he comes to me and he's like, Hey, we need you to play. And I'm like, play what? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, seriously, we, we don't have enough guys. I need you to gear up. And I'm like, I gear, I mean, could you have not gone to like, you know, a temp agency and hired somebody. (laughs) If there's a home Depot that you can, there's guys out in front. That's, that's what I said. I'm like, I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a lot of dudes here that are better than me. He's like, no, we, we would really like you to play. And I'm like, uh, it's funny. You know, we used to run local tournament series at our field. And when I meant local, I mean like not very high divisions kind of throw together teams. It wasn't anything professional. This is going back years ago when paintball was still in its prime and people were like just dying to play. And we could throw these, the put these leagues together and kids would just simply show up 
and there'd be easily a half a dozen of them. And you're like, well, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, I don't run the teams. Like, just wander the staging area. You'll find a team to play with. And yep. halfway through the day, you realize that that kid, you just saw him walking off the field and he was playing with a team. Like, people would just pick you up. It's You, know, you used to just go to a tournament. Um, I know guys that uh, Fatty J, here's a perfect example, would just show up at a tournament. No team, no gear. But he was a good enough kid and he was a happy enough kid that anybody would have taken him. But he'd go in, he'd walk around, he goes, anybody got a loader? And he'd be like, yeah, here's a loader, go, go nuts. And then you'd hear him two minutes later, someone else, hey, anybody got a gun? I got a loader. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly what happened to me at yeah. ICC. I had, I had, you know, my flip-flops. I had my camera. I didn't even have a pair of dark colored goggles. I'm going to walk into the woods with a pair of orange goggles. You know, I had, I had to go from booth to booth yeah. and be like, hey, man, I need a pair yeah. of pants. Hey, man, I need a pack. I need, yeah. you know... It, I went to my good friends at NFG and I got, you know, I borrowed one of their personal guns. They loaned me a, a bottle they were using to test guns at the tech table. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I went to under and bought a pair of pants and a pack. I, you know, I went to Bobby Weeks and I bought a pair of JT goggles and it was just, I had to bodge all this stuff together and everybody, everybody came together to help me gear up and play. I think because no one, had, there was a lot of people there that hadn't ever seen me play. They were walking around, and I'd, I'd lift my goggles up after a game, and they'd be like, what the hell are you doing here? And I'm like, no, I just I, – I play, and you shot me a lot. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but it was it, it was so much fun just because I, I had to go to everybody yeah. with my hat in my hand. You know, I, look at this wall behind me. And I had to and I had to go beg and borrow paintball gear from like 20 different people just to get on the field. Are all those playing ready? Yes, they are. Yes, they are, actually. Thanks again to my good friends at NFG. They they, they got a couple of the cockers tuned up nice. for me. Um they all work, um, you know, a couple of these, you know, the, uh, there's a VFT back there that was in the photo shoot with the guy coming out of the water that was in the magazine. That gun still works. Nice. Um, a couple of them haven't shot in a while. You know, I make a liar out of myself here, but, uh, but yeah, they, uh, last nice. time I put a bottle on all of these, they went bang. Good. Hey, is um, SMG, sorry. Is that an SMG 60 or 68? That's a 68 back there. That's, oh, that's, that's nice. serial number 222. And that thing is in working order. Nice. So you're you're all dusted off, ready to go, uh, ready to chomp at the bit to fire any of your markers. Um, so you know what we've talked a little bit of nostalgia, your um, your contributions to the sport. We're in some pretty crazy times right now for our, our industry. So what advice would you give, or what hope would you have for our sport, our industry, and the individual player uh, when the floodgates open? What do you hope to see happen? Well, that's a, that's a really, really great thing to bring up. And I'm so glad you did because I was raised by a father who was a small businessman since the sixties. You know, I don't know how to live any other way. Have I worked for big corporations? Yes. Um, were those good times? Yes and no. But fact of the matter is, you know, most of paintball, especially at the grassroots at the field level is small businessmen and women just trying to feed their families and do something that we all love. And if we, we have to remember that, you know, in the U.S. and Canada and everywhere that's affected by this, we have to support our local small businesses. You know, that means when you can, you've got to go to the field and you've got to play. And if you ask for a discount, you're a scumbag. Um, you know, you've, you, you, you've got to, you know, I'm not going to any paintball field where, where, where I'm going to be expecting anything for free. You know, you've got to, you've got to buy that case of paint. You've got to, you know, buy that air fill. You've got to get all day air. You've got to, you've got to show up and, you know, buy the, buy the hot dog from the, you know, from the, from the food stand. 
and you've got to go play a day of paintball at your field and you've got to support your local businesses because without local paintball, there is no paintball. Yeah. Without the guys in the trenches running the fields and I don't care if it's a birthday party for the, for the 10, 11 year olds or if it's, you know, it's the advanced rec ball group with the guys with the, you know, with the axes and the, you know, and, and whatever that they're playing with. Without that, where are you going to go play? You've got to support your local businesses. You've got to get out there and play. You And paintball, people forget that paintball was created and grew and exploded into this remarkable thing that we've all fallen in love with at a time when there was no social media. There was no internet. So guess what? How did we grow this thing? One by one, we heard about it somehow. We fell in love with it. We went and tried it. We were hooked. And we started grabbing people, whether it was like me, I went back to school. I was 13, 14 years old. I went back to school and I said, hey, I just did this thing. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. I'm hooked. You got to come try it. And I never shut up about it. Ask anyone that knew me back then or now, um, you know, people that, you know, went and played their first game as adults. They go back to work and they're sitting at lunch and they they took their buddy. And that's how he got into paintball. And that's how he got into paintball. We need to go and play paintball and grab a friend yep. and do this thing the way we did it in the first place, because that's how paintball grew. And that's how it's going to grow again. Is social media important? Yes. Is marketing important? Yes. Are all these things critical? Of course they are, but it starts with people boots on the ground, asses in seats, going to play paintball and have a great time falling in love with this game all over again and introducing it to new people because your fields and yeah. your stores need you. The high points of this industry were back here right before the internet. It was back when, not necessarily Yellow Pages, because that was about the only place you could really advertise in newspapers, sure. but it was all word of mouth, really. Yeah. And I know that there's a couple of local fields that are trying old grassroots marketing and direct snail mail and stuff like that. I kind of sort of think I agree with it, and I think that... Um, it really comes down to that, you know, to, to, to not necessarily social media like that. That definitely works to a degree, as you said, and marketing does too, because it's proven, but kind of going that third step and going old, old, old school, you know? Well, take some responsibility. Yeah. Everyone talks about how much you love the game. Everybody talks about, you know, there's, you know, go on, go on your Facebook, your Instagram. There's a lot of paintball out there. There's a lot of people that love our game and that play it. But at the same time, you know, never is it more important than it's ever been yeah. to show your love to the game and show it to the people who truly keep it alive. And that's the ones that are out there giving you a place to go and play. Yeah. You've got to support your local fields. You've got to support your local stores such as they are. Hey, there's a fellow in the live chat. I don't know if you know who he is. Uh oh. His name is Little Davy Veldoff. He says, hey, guys. Oh, hey, Josh. He says, great guy and great friend. Josh, how do you feel about the atmosphere at major events now compared to back in the late 90s Ooh. where you used to have 50 vendors compared to now not so few but not to answer not answer the question but you vendor vendorship is a whole different thing now mm. opposed to back then but uh, how do you how do you equate today's games back to back in the 90s when you're when you're rocking those oh lord well you know that's and, and Dave's a great guy, and he he poses, and we, he and I go. No, he's not. And he is. He really is. And uh, <laughs> and he poses a great question. You know that we all remember the days when you you'd go to the IAO or you'd go to the World Cup, and there'd be tents packed full of vendors, and you know, and you know, let's face it, paintball is once again something that has grown from a cottage industry, from a garage industry, into something that is, you know, is it more corporate today? Yes, for better or for worse, it is what it is. You know, 
was the atmosphere different in the 90s and the early 2000s and it's what we all believe to be its heyday because there were you know you know you'd see jt tents for miles and you'd see you know national paintball supply and you'd see you know rp share and you'd see reds and you'd see you know and it, it just the names go on and on you know your agd and war game products and blah 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 you know those days aren't over but paintball is going to see a renaissance and we're starting to see a little bit of that a renaissance of of smaller businesses that are having great ideas that create them in their basements in their garages again um was the atmosphere different yeah was it better i don't know the difference i think back then was when we all showed up for a day of competition at a tournament you were there all day you know your first game was at eight your second game was at 11 30 your third game was at three in the afternoon and so everybody who showed up at the event they were there all day uh, you know these days in the truly more athletic environment of the game as it is today you show up you play your matches you know you're worn out it's time to you know it's time to go and get a shower and get some dinner and Look at your plays and look at the games that you won and what you did right and the games you lost and what you did wrong. Who got shot? Whose moves are are, are working? You've got a lot to study, and that takes time. And that that I think is the real difference between then and now is that everything is much more structured now on the national level than it was. There again, why I enjoy the scenarios. You know, you've got your vendors, especially the big ones. You know, you you enjoy your your vendors. You've got your scenarios. You've got a special field. But it's a more laid back and casual atmosphere where you can go and see everybody and hang out and do things at your own pace. Yeah. Uh, George, um, hey, had a suggestion here. He says, uh, didn't have Internet sales back in the 90s. So you had to go to the events to make those sales. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, You know, Joe and I were talking about this uh, with John uh, the other day about how World Cup back at Disney property used to have a whole vendor row of one off vendors, you know. Oh, yeah. I make custom barrel socks and I make, yep. you know, uh, the best lightning drop forward. You know, yeah, I, right. I, I hand cut my lightnings, you know, right. I, had the, I had the flame drop, that's flame right. drop. That's it. Flame that's the, that's yes. the money. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. You really wanted to be taken seriously. Yeah. The yeah. So little Davy Veldoff says uh, great insight from Josh, a true paintball diplomat as well. Thank you. I still have my Silverman Jersey. Yeah. He, he asked me for one uh, a long time ago and, there again, I asked him why, yeah. and uh, never could give me an accurate answer. I assumed he was going to wash his car with it. Uh, DNA. Um, he's uh, he's using he's the jerseys. As, yes, Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's a terrible idea. You'll wind up with a whole bunch of anxious, uh, self-conscious, um, an army of people that are hypersensitive to pain. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Corey Kimson in the live chat says Doodlebug Sports. They were back in the day when. Uh, when we were going to World Cup. Yes, we used to go to World Cup and see them all the time. That's right. They're, I mean, you can think of a, a lot of the, you know, look at Rose from Unique. You know, she made she made packs and gear bags and things like that that were second to none. You know, you wanted a barrel. You went and saw Joe from J&J or you went to Lapco or you went to, you know, any any number of these these companies that have either been, you know, have, have gone by the wayside, come and gone. Um, you know, it's a great point. You know, I mean, think of the, the trade shows at the IAO. They had a big oh, yeah. tent, and you could just walk around for hours and talk to vendors and talk to yep. Bud Orr and Tom K. Remember when all the trailers used to exist, like the show trailers? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. The Shock Tech trailer, the DXS trailer. The CP, Custom trailer. Products. CP, yeah. Yep. That's a great one. Yep. The Bob Empire Long used trailer. to have their own. Tipman used to have their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, Die used to have their own. <laughs> yeah. All these companies used to have their own. That's, yeah. That's, Josh, 
I have a question, Josh. What do yes, you sir. what do you think? Um, or have you been using the PB Strong and the Paintball Strong hashtag as sort of a, a unifying unifying I, thing? I I've been trying to share it, and there's you know yes. the manufacturers have really you know come come together. Every all the manufacturers seem to, seem to be on board, and they have a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday format that they want everybody everybody to you know share and tag. In their posts, so they have a certain theme, but I, I but I think it's really falling. All these initiatives are really falling on the same group of people. You know, I I share it, and Gavin sees it, and Todd sees it, and you see it. Right. But how do we get it out? I think we need to once this once this um, we get out of isolation, out of quarantine, or whatever you want to call it. It depends where you are, or when you leave the beach if you're in Florida. Right. Um, I think we're going to re- need to rely on our, our our spouses and our and our neighbors to to share some of this to get it out to this different demographic until yeah. we all have an opportunity to actually meet meet somebody and say you need to come play paintball. So yeah. can, can we slow that down a little bit? Either Joe or Josh talk about what the heck uh, is paintball strong and what are we hoping to achieve with this? Joe, lead off on that man, and I'll I'll tack on to it. I've got plenty of thoughts. <laughs> um, it's a it's an initiative put together by all 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 the vendors, whether it's Dive, Virtue, Valken, Tipman, well JT, they're all the GI under the GI umbrellas. But it's it's an it's an initiative. It's it's a global initiative, or at least an industry wide initiative, for everyone to share a themed post about a certain day, like Friday is fun, fun, fun Friday. You're supposed to show what's in your gear bag, your garage. Saturday is sort of a speedball day. Sunday's a scenario day. Thursday's a, a sell something cheap day or, or a store day, or you know what? Every, every day, Thursday's a throwback. So every, every day is sort of a themed, a themed sort of event, if you will, that fields, players, stores are supposed to share. Yeah. It's but a it's great a, it's, idea. And it, if, if we take nothing else away from this ridiculously terrible situation that's damaging businesses, it's damaging commerce, it's hurting, it's killing people, it's, it's, doing, it's, it's an unprecedented situation. As people, if we can't come out of this a little better to one another, then I just, you know, that's, that's, my, that's my biggest hope. As far as paintball goes, I love the Paintball Strong Initiative. I do use the hashtags. I think it's special. Anything we can do as players and custodians of the game and the sport to come together and celebrate each other and our shared joy of the game. That's important. And what I think it's teaching people to take away and, and, and to really remember in a way that I think people used to in the older days of paintball that I think the newer generation is learning now is that we're all ambassadors of this unique thing that we've fallen in love with. Yeah. We all love paintball. We all enjoy it, whether that be on the weekend with your tipman in the woods, whether it be somebody who works in the game, who runs a store, runs a field, who's corporate, who makes their living off the game of paintball, whatever it is. I don't think anyone here is doing this to get rich, maybe in the long term. Yeah, I'd love to, but we're doing this because we love it, that we've fallen yeah. in love with something that's unique and special. Sadly. And if we don't take good care of it, we're going to lose it. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants that. Because that just means more Jeeps for me. Um, you know, there's a lot of us that would just have to go and get a different job, and that stinks. And you know, if we if we would all be just fine going and you know playing golf on the weekends, then that's where we'd all be. Yeah. And paintball wouldn't be here because it wouldn't be necessary. But there's something, a spark inside of a certain group of us 
that have fallen in love with this unique and special and different thing that sets us apart from the guy next to you at lunch, from the guy behind you in traffic, from the guy sitting next to you at church, from the from from whoever. Yeah. We do this because we love it. We love being together with like-minded individuals and we like being a little bit different. And we have to be individual ambassadors of our game. Yeah. We have to share it, we have to love it, we have to invite people into it. We can't just wear t-shirts anymore that say Titman or JT or Valken or yep. whatever company. We yep. got to wear t-shirts that say paintball, come play. Yeah. We've got to love this game in a way. I like paintball strong, it. but we almost need it to say paintball hashtag paintball birthday. I know that right. sounds corny, but that is, do you, do you know what I mean? That has almost a little more validity to it. Um, we should probably start winding down. We're about an hour in. Um, Lee Williams wanted to know, didn't BTB have a trailer? We had a hot dog cart at one point. Uh, that's about where our budget was. Uh, nice to see Paul Poston tuning in. Hopefully he's watching from the garage. Um, and uh, people are egging me on to take my hat off to show my, to show my progress of my hair. Not a chance. Gavin, did you get a haircut or did you just slick her down? Oh, that's a lot of gel. Like I'm talking like 80s gel. <laughs> Pomade? <laughs> like, I mean, I almost wore a hat tonight, but it's just yeah. like, I didn't, want to, I didn't want to completely thug it out. But I'm desperately opening. I'm yeah. hoping I, I don't have to cut any of this. I need to get back to my, my mojo. Yeah. And that's, that's my hair. Okay, we get 100 live viewers on Monday night for our Monday night show. I will take my hat off. Oh, man. it's gotten so bad that my wife is not tempting my wife is begging for the opportunity to cut my hair down okay so okay (laughs) i was tempted to allow my daughter to to trim my hair but i know we have announcements in the province about opening up the economy yep so i'm holding off fingers (laughs) crossed he's gonna do his part part. i like why isn't a hair (laughs) stylist an essential person it is for me. I didn't realize it's for me. I, I had to trim my eyebrows. Life. My hair grows so fast. I do okay. I really, you know. <laughs> I just clip mine. Yeah. yeah. No, my hair grows so fast. My nostril hair can put a better mustache than my. I can implant. Yeah. <laughs> that air hair. <laughs> One of these days, I want to tie my nostril hair to my ear hair. Jesus. Do a quick braid. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, 100 live viewers for our double special guest on Monday. Josh, you know who we're talking about. We talked about it the other day. Thumbs up, thumbs down on the choice. Oh, are you kidding? It's going to be amazing. Yeah. You're going to have it. it, it, it it's going to explode. I, I'm so excited to see how it's going to be. You, the, the, the viewers are going to love it. You're going to have questions piling up in the chat. It's going to be people young and old. It's going to be new and, 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 and old school players. It's yeah. gonna, it, it's just gonna light everybody's fire. It'll be good. I, I think it's gonna be amazing. All joking aside, Josh, I know we were kind of teasing you. It was a, it's a, it's, it's an honor to have you on the show. It's, it's, it's old, well overdue. Um, it was nice just to finally sit down and chat with you. You're, you're an interesting fellow. You're very humble, uh, handsome. Um, now that you've shaven, I'll stop you when you say something wrong. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, the up the nose uh, view there would have been nice to have more of a. A side profile, maybe. Yeah. There you go. You've got you've got one of those nineteen twenty movie star burl chest things. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's the shirt. It's on how you plug it from off camera. It's, it's the stripe. It's the stripes. The sort of the offset right. yeah, geometric yeah, yeah, shape. Yeah, yeah. 
they don't make sure it plugs me quite it, felt yeah, yeah. i still gotta i still gotta say josh i hate you you're just too damn nice you're just <laughs> <laughs> too knowledgeable like i mean you are get me uh, get me playing call of duty you'll see a whole other side of me that that, that, yeah. that you won't want to like as much anymore <laughs> i'll say i've got a whole different vocabulary i've got a whole other whole other side of me so don't when worry you, when you play call of duty you're dressed up to wear like a bump helmet and goggles and your oh, camouflage yeah, and a plate carrier cosplay it up i'm i'm i'm, I'm all no no absolutely <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's and it's all paintball people with me and we just we just shoot the hell out of each other just like we do on the paintball field yeah, and perfect. and it's a great way to stay in touch with people all over the country and all over the world nice hey uh lee williams egging me on saying make it 75 uh todd make it real make it 75 says lee as well uh brian barno also wants to know who it is on monday you'll find out in the next day or two i'm still confirming uh both these people have agreed i just want to make sure yeah barno's gonna want to be there and uh in fact he's my ringer if one of those two can't make it brian's in he's he's (laughs) the third he's the third place runner up default default (laughs) (laughs) so if we can get a hundred live viewers ladies and gentlemen i will Take the hat off, and I will. Hashtag behind the bunker strong. We got to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, but if we get close, if we're about the ninety-eight, ninety-nine, I'm gonna quickly duck off camera and get my head shaven like Joe before I show it. It's pretty bad. Oh well. Um, I saw it yesterday. Yeah, it's, I thought it was kind of nice. I don't know. There was a slight nice. breeze yesterday, and Joe saw it, and it was like it's like ocean waves. <laughs> It's so like, long. I, I liked it. I thought it was a whole new thing. I, I thought you were doing it on purpose. I liked it that much. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was more ironically. Yeah. <laughs> My wife likes me, but not enough to have this hair. Let me tell you that. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we say good night, ladies and gentlemen? Josh, uh, we're going to end the show. Don't go anywhere. Stay on. Stay on for a few minutes. Um, otherwise, Gavin, thank you for being on the program, sir wonderful to be here folks and uh thank you so much josh for joining us and thank you all in the uh, chat forum and tuning in this evening again your part's not done hit like and share or even hashtag paintball strong because we have to grow the sport together yeah, and yeah. rebuild yep. amen and joe kimson from flaggers paintball thanks everybody for uh tuning in on a saturday uh and whatever quarantine special uh, behind the bunker that we're doing and uh, appreciate everyone turning in we'll see you guys on monday night for um guest square that's right um and yeah uh again josh thank you so much for being on the show It was nice to have you my friend and this is uh first not necessarily the last you've kind of opened up a can now so uh like i'd love to be on as much as, much as y'all will have me um it was it was an honor and a pleasure thank you, so you get much. to get you you have an opportunity to come back on you just can't say y'all again we i was speaking <laughs> of y'all i have a question uh, i can't make any promises on that that's uh, <laughs> Do you, um, when you go out and have crab cake sandwiches, hmm. I, I last couple times we were in the States, even in Tennessee, I couldn't find any hush puppies. Is there any oh, good hush puppies around your place? Wrong places in. We, we, hush puppies, we can get you. Oh, nice. We've got to get you a little further south, a little further east, get you into the Carolinas. Um, I'll take you to Lexington, North Carolina. We'll take you to the to the home of barbecue and we'll get you some hush puppies. Nice. Excellent. Hey guys, do you know that uh, if it wasn't for GI Sports, AirUps Bunker Systems, Ruthless Paintball, Altama, Exalt Paintball, Planet Eclipse, Enola Gay, uh, Ninja, or DLX, you wouldn't be watching us tonight. Uh, so thank you to all of our generous sponsors and uh, thank you to all of you guys that are watching every night. 
uh, and listening in our podcast version. Those those you guys, uh, we don't hear from you guys, and we appreciate you downloading every week. So thank you much for doing so. Uh, thank you to everyone at home watching, and um, I guess we'll see you on Monday night. Take care. <laughs>